There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. When? What are we waiting for? Take us! Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tim Gaither Podcast, episode 45. My guest today is going to be David Shine. David is a comedian and a former wrestler, so you guys know I have a soft spot for former wrestlers. He's also a... uh, (laughs) He's on hold right now, and he doesn't know, so he's whistling. Um, (laughs) Anyway... That's David. Uh, I'm going to get him on the phone. He's a budding YouTube star. He's a comedian. He's a lyricist. He's a badass singer. He's a very funny guy. And uh, I'm glad to have him on the podcast. So here he is. What's up, David Shine? How you doing, buddy? How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm good. I had you on, uh, I had you on mute so I could do my little, uh, my little intro, and then you started whistling. Intro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see. <laughs> You started whistling, and I was like, this motherfucker doesn't know he's on hold. Oh, yeah, yeah, true, true, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad I didn't say anything too stupid. I usually be talking to myself. Yeah, I do that too. Uh, I was trying to remember earlier, um, I know we met one time in person, but I don't know how we got hooked up, like like how I kind of met you through social media or something. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I definitely met you on social media. Uh, I don't remember exactly how, but uh, I knew that you were. I think I think I found you, and I saw that you were a comic. And but first things first, I saw that you were a wrestler. So you don't really care about comics. I care about wrestlers more than comics. <laughs> and uh, you're. I saw that you were a wrestler. I think maybe I saw you on the flow page. But I'm not sure. Yeah, but, I think uh, I think it might have been there too, and. Uh, and then I started I started paying attention to some of the shit you said, and I was like, "This dude's funny," and uh, <laughs> and yeah, uh, you do it. I I I just saw that you were wrestling. I was like, "Yeah, I gotta wake up with this guy. This guy's awesome." Yeah, it seems uh, like sometimes you you see somebody, you know, and and just just through social media and posts like that, and it just seems like uh, we have some stuff in common. Like I, I saw that you know we're obviously both comics. And I uh, saw yep. that we're both Gemini's, which means we're uh, yep. <laughs> we're both uh, fucking crazy. Um, Very true. And uh, you're a former wrestler, which again, that's uh, and, and we're we're kind of we're about what fifteen years apart. I think you're what twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, yeah. and and you you're born and raised in in upstate New York, or is that just where you live now? You said uh, upstate. Yeah. York? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I live in uh, Brooklyn right now, but I was born and raised upstate New York. Okay, and yeah. that that's where you uh, that's where you wrestled is in New York. Uh, upstate New York, yeah. Uh, section two. Yeah, I saw that you were uh, you had a post once. You were were you teammates with Kyle Dake? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm friends with Kyle, man. Kyle's a guy. Uh, he uh, he's from a different section than I am in New York, but uh. He, uh, uh, we have a lot of mutual friends, you know? Yeah, I, I thought you were on the same team, but, uh, so you just knew him when oh, you no, were... no, no, we were, actually, we were. Uh, we were on the, uh, uh, the national team for Fargo. Okay. 
back in the day. Yeah, it's back in the day, though. Yeah, we were on the national team for Fargo. Uh, I think he, uh, <laughs> funny, I think that's the last time that he lost to David Taylor. Oh, really? Yeah, he lost to David Taylor in the semi. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that. That guy, you know, as good as he was in college, you you said that in you know in high school, obviously he was good. He was like a two time state champ, but you said he he oh, wasn't he wasn't yeah. near what he what what he became in college, right? In one in one year, he jumped so much. Like everybody jumps, you know what I'm saying, from, from high school to college or whatever. But like in one year, no, that's why I think he's the best. Um, even though he has a couple losses, I still say that he's the best uh, collegiate wrestler of all time because more. He did, he did right sure. you know what I'm saying? Uh, every wrestler that he faced became an NCAA champion except for one. The three NCAA champions, you know? Uh, one, one of the wrestlers that he is considered one of the best NCAA wrestlers of the past, you know, 15, 20 years, what, he's a four-time finalist, David Taylor, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, he, he, he's no slouch, man. And literally, like, he barely beat Mike Nevinger, which is a, which is another Cornell guy, he's an all American for Cornell, but he barely beat Mike Nevinger like what I think one zero or two zero to state final, and from that mark to the next mark he won NCAAs. Yeah, as a true freshman, and, and and anyone who doesn't know, you know, a lot of a lot of people that listen to my podcast don't aren't near as much of a nerd as I am about wrestling, but okay, but uh, but so just to explain to the people that are listening, he. Kyle Dake was a four-time, um, not only an NCAA champion, but every year he moved up a new weight class. He won it as a true freshman, which is, that's just, you know, there's only been like 18. Really, it's, it's really, yeah, it's, hard, it's really hard to do. <laughs> yeah, there's only been like 18 guys that have done it. And then every year yeah. he moved up another weight class. In his senior year, he could have easily just won his fourth at 157, but instead he moved yeah. up to wrestle the guy he was talking about, David Taylor. And David Taylor, I think, had won... I don't know if he won the Hodge Trophy the year before or not, but anyway, he was one of the best. Period, and for him to move up to one sixty, one sixty five, and take no, him on. To wrestle him. Yeah. You know, what I mean? he could he could definitely stay at one sixty seven, like you said. You know. Yeah, and to to do what he did, I mean, what balls and what confidence yeah. to uh, yeah. to do that. And now, as good as he was in college, which you know we just talked about, he gets better every time I see him. I'm like, this guy is a freak. I mean, he has yeah. just gotten so damn good, and and he also almost made the Olympic team at like a, a hundred. The weight class was one hundred and eighty nine, and he only weighed like one eighty five, and and won one of the matches to 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 uh, uh, took a match from Jaden Cox, who ended up getting bronze at the Olympics, yeah. and then bronze the next year in the world. And so he's just a freak, and uh, so I'm he's a good dude though, as as well as being an amazing wrestler. Yeah, yeah, he's very nice. He's very, uh, very nice, man. But, uh, uh, I remember I, I would just hit him up and be like, hey, uh, you know, I got some, uh, people who are staying with you. And he was like, oh, yeah, give me their address. Like, he would, like, send them headgear and stuff. So, he's very cool. Huh. Yeah, well, that's you know, cool. He's very, he's very nice. He didn't let the ego go to his head or whatever. And, uh, yeah, man. He's the only, uh, famous guy that I knew who was, uh, from a wrestling background. You know, uh, John Jones, obviously. Uh, yeah, I know who he is. Yeah, I went to, uh, we were on the national TV also, and uh, I went to school with John as well at uh, Three Forest. So. Did you, uh, did you wrestle in college after high school? Yeah, Sunny Morris, so Division 3. Cool. 
Yeah, I uh, I wrestled two years in college too, and uh, it, it is a different it's a different thing, man. Within one week, I had cauliflower ear, and I, I started when I was seven years old, and I never had it, and uh, and I had wrestled one week in college and and had cauliflower ear. So that's how much yeah. more physical it is. I've got just enough that I can point it out to someone and, and, and you know, but I don't have enough that I look like somebody put my ear to a freaking stove yeah, or something. Yeah, they feel, yeah, they feel, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I might point it out to you, like, but, oh, okay. But, yeah. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm definitely happy. What weight class were you in college? 41. Oh, yeah? I was a 41-pounder, too. Oh, okay. That's about the toughest. Yeah, man, I, uh... This is when uh, I, I, I had a, I remember I had an argument with my coach or whatever because we did like a lot of like tool Because like we were new, we just became like Division Three because like uh, it, it was like a, a junior college. Right. And then it just like became Division Three. So we didn't have like a lot of dual meets or whatever, but we had like a lot of tournaments. And uh, one tournament, I remember I just missed weight by like point, point five. <laughs> like I just missed weight or whatever. And, uh, so they bumped me up to 149 or whatever. And 149, 149, you know, they wanted me to, they wanted, like, to teach you a lesson when you don't miss weight, so they could go get, like, the, I, I had to go get the guy who, like, uh, was the number one beat. He's a Cornell guy, but he was, like, this beast strip for Cornell or whatever. But I was, like, lighting this dude up or whatever. And, like, I was, like, like 10, I was up 10 points, but I got, like, I got tired and I cut all that weight and then I got caught, I got pinned. But I wasn't even mad. I was happy. Like, for my coach, I was like, listen, coach, like, let me just go 149 for a tournament and let me go 141 for a dual meet. But then we got an argument. He was like, yo, 141 is your weight. And that's when I started to hate wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's that, that, like, when I started to hate wrestling. I was like, I just hated cutting weight. I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I, was like, I just hang with the guys at 149. Like, let me go. But, yeah. You know, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much you know. Now that I'm still paying freaking student loans, even though I only had uh, two years that I had to pay for school, uh, I'm really wishing I would have just wrestled those last two years. But I was, I was really tired of cutting weight too. And you know, in high school I'd cut all that weight, but I knew I was gonna win. And in college I cut all that weight, and I'm like, you might get your ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. So it was. It, it was uh, It was different for me. I was like a late. I was like a late bloomer. I started getting a lot better. Uh, I was really good at like Greco and uh, freestyle wrestling. I wasn't that good at uh, folk style. At, uh, folk style. You know, I was okay or whatever. But like, I was just, I'm like a walking wedge type guy. So like scoring and freestyle, so much easier. I like five points and all that stuff. But uh, I uh, it came to a point when I was just like, listen, I'm getting a lot better, which is true. But like, do I continue? putting all my eggs in this basket or am I going to want to do something else and that's what I was like I gotta focus on comedy yeah yeah would would you uh would you say there's uh in in your opinion are there uh 
certain similarities to wrestling and, and being an entertainer? Oh, yeah. There's definitely a whole bunch of similarities. I always tell everybody all the time, like, that Dan Gable quote was the truest thing of all time. You know, once you wrestled, everything else would like to be, Because everything is easy. If I wasn't a wrestler, I would be a completely different person, you know? Yeah, I filmed I filmed this this uh, special for the Laugh Factory a couple years ago, and uh, and I'm not like great friends with Bill Burr, but he'll uh, he'll answer my calls every now and again, or or if I have something really important I want to ask him, he'll answer me. And uh, okay. I was telling him that I was nervous about this thing I was filming, and he was like, "Weren't you a wrestler?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "Well, this ain't the state fucking wrestling tournament." <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, "It's just comedy." And Bill Burr telling me that, I'm like, "Yeah, it's true." Um, yeah, it's like whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's true. It's like why there's no reason to be yo, know, you can literally go out there and like wrestling is a fight, you know what I'm saying? You're literally fighting somebody. Yeah. You know? Uh everything else is just like whatever, you know, going down that stage, have people look at you, what's the worst that can happen? They don't laugh, they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. You're not in a singlet getting the shit beat out of you by somebody. Yeah, beat up, you know what I'm <laughs> that's the worst that can happen to wrestling, man. You're literally just getting shot like you know, you get embarrassed. Yeah, I think uh, I think I said to the other to you the other day you were at some some open mic or something. And you're talking about all these shitty comics, and I was like, I was like, yeah, well, that's why wrestlers make good comedians because we take better beatings than anybody. Anybody else, right? Oh my I did a show the other night where everyone was supposed to do seven, and I almost walked out of this fucking thing because there were people doing like 35, 40 minutes in front of me, and I was like, I was getting ready to leave, and he's like, hey, are you Tim Gaither? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I damn near lied and said I wasn't and just left, but but I stuck around and took my beating um, like any good wrestler. And, and, and I feel... Like sometimes before I go on stage, I feel the same way I did before I would wrestle. Like I, you know, kind of nervous, kind of excited. This my preparation's kind of the same. I don't really want to talk to a lot of people. Um, you know, I do these. Yeah. I, I still get nervous when I do stand up after almost twenty years, and uh, but I think that's good actually. And I just take I just take deep breaths and all that. And I learned all that shit just you know from from wrestling because when I was a little kid. I used to, uh, the first year I wrestled, I threw up before every tournament except sub-district, district, and state. And and I've, okay. I've always been that way. Like, I'll get nervous about little shit that doesn't mean anything. And then when it becomes something big, some kind of calmness comes over me. I don't know what that's about or if that's a wrestling thing or, or what, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's, um, it is a wrestling thing because, you know, like, what... You're a little nervous or whatever, but like once you like shake that guy's hand, it's like okay, I'm out here. <laughs> like you know. Yeah, exactly. When they say my uh, name, it's they, the same thing comedy, as. It's like you know, you're a little nervous, but once you touch that microphone, it's just like, look, all right, I'm out here. Whatever. Exactly. It's exactly for me like when you put on your leg band. No matter how nervous I was, as soon as I put on that leg band, I'm like, well, you can't go nowhere now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? You know. <laughs> what are you What are you gonna do? But uh. Yeah, I, I, I would say I get nervous, but I get like a little uh, uh, anxious, I guess. Like a little anxiety, you know what I mean? Like, ah, sometimes, you know? Yeah. Before I hit the stage, but like every time, the second I grab that microphone, all of it is gone. I don't, it's like whatever. Yeah, I, I, I bomb so many times, so it's like whatever. 
Yeah, it's it's funny. Not too long ago, my my heart was pounding so hard for some reason before I went on stage, and I was like, God, am I even gonna be able to? This was like within the last year. I was like, God, am I even gonna be able to do this? What is wrong with me? And then as soon as as soon as I stepped on the stage, I became so calm. It's like I'm in the back by myself, freaking the fuck out. And then as soon as I walk out in front of 300 people, I could. It was like I was. I just woke up from a nap, you know. And it was and it was that quick too. Did uh? You know, like it, it, it's the pressure because you put the pressure on yourself before you go up there. But then when you're up there, it's like whatever. Exactly. Yeah. How, how long have you been doing stand up now? Uh, at least seven years in May. Okay. So you were still in college when you tried it, or no? Uh, I just no, I was out of college. Okay. Do you remember yeah. your first time? Do, you, do I remember what? Your first time. Oh uh, yeah, man. Uh, the first the first time I did stand up, it actually, um, I was actually not bad. I was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, my first you time know, went not, pretty well too. Think- I say, but it's, it's not that I was pretty good. It's just that like I'm naturally funny. You know what I'm saying? And like everyone else was like, it was like a shitty open mic. But it was a shitty open mic with real people though. So it was like I was naturally funny, and that's why I kind of did okay. Yeah. You know? For me, I went to. Uh, before I started, I went to this this thing at the the comedy club that I started at, and they were having these they were having like this little workshop thing, and and I saw some of the guys that were going up, and and doing it, and I thought to myself, well, Tim, no matter how bad it goes, you're not going to be as bad as some of these bastards. Exactly, right? Exactly, 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 <laughs> exactly. You just do it, and then you know. Yeah. To be to be honest, the the reason I got uh, into stand up is because. Um, I got a buddy Dave, and he's also uh, he was also a comedian. And uh, but like back in the day, I never wanted to be a stand up comedian. I wanted to be like a comedic actor. That's what I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be like on television and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like uh, I was a big fan of the Chappelle Show growing up. You know, and uh, when the Chappelle Show came on, you know, when you're a fan of somebody, you start looking up what they do or whatever. And like I knew about stand up comedy, I didn't want to be it. You know, mm-hmm. but then I saw that Dave Chappelle did stand up, and I didn't think you could do that. I didn't think you could do both, you know what I'm saying? I thought either you were a stand-up comedian or you were a comedic actor, you know? I didn't know that you could do both. And then, like, uh, once I found out you could do both, like, they go hand-to-hand, I hit up my boy Dave, I I did just want to do a stand-up or whatever. And uh, he just took me around to a bunch of places, and I just fell in love with it. (laughs) Because they're so similar, you know? Stand-up and acting is very similar. Yeah, except in, uh, in acting, if you fuck up, you can do it again. (laughs) Uh, so, so you always wanted to be a comedian of some sort, like ever since you were young. Ever since I was young, man. Ever since I was like probably, probably twelve, twelve. Yeah, I would say twelve or eleven. That's when you realized, yeah. like, you had an ability to make like strangers laugh. Yeah, for sure. Because like I was big on like um, I started out probably like eleven or twelve, uh, making like parodies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like um, I I was a big fan of Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. And uh, I used to, I used to always just make par- parodies of songs or whatever. And uh, and like I just would make teachers laugh, you know. And I'm like a kid, you know. I would just make teachers laugh, and I'd make my like friends laugh, stuff like that. And probably around like 15 or 16, I was starting to realize I was like, whoa, you know, Dave. I was like, you know, you don't have to do parodies of songs; you can make your own funny songs. So I started doing that. And then, uh, 
here I am making dumb music still and doing stand up. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I always knew I was gonna be funny. Like I always knew I, I would, I wanted to do something funny in the entertainment business. I didn't know what, but I always knew that I had a gift to be funny. Yeah, that's funny. I was, I was, that was the same way. I never knew, even I, I always knew in the back of my mind. Like I went to college and I was gonna be a teacher and a wrestling coach because I didn't know what else to do. But in the back of my mind, yeah. I was like, I'm not gonna do that. I know I'm not gonna do that. And and yeah. then I listened to this Bill Hicks CD and it changed my life. And I mean, the next day I changed my major and and graduated and and went ahead and got a degree. But then I became a comedian. And uh, wow. Yeah, I I just always knew in the back of my mind. And when I heard him, you know, I've said, I've told this story on my podcast. I don't know how many times, but when I heard him, I thought to myself. That's the funniest guy I've ever heard, and I've never heard of him. So even if I don't do this for a living, or even if I don't get famous, rather, I can do it for a living. And uh, you know, that's why now, now a lot of people are like, have I? Are you? Are you famous? I'm like, well, first of all, if I was famous, you wouldn't have to ask me. And <laughs> and you don't have to be famous to do it for a living. But these days, it definitely helps. And I like the fact that you, like, I'll be honest with you. There's a lot of stuff on YouTube that. It pisses me off that it even gets famous. I'm like, what the fuck? How? Why? It, it bothers me for humanity that that people like this shit. And when I started seeing some of your stuff, it kind of rekindled my faith in it because I was like, well, not only did I did I like this guy from afar as a person, but your shit is funny, man. This uh, this video that you've done recently that uh, is getting all the attention. The uh, you, have you got have you hit a million views yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and what's the name of it? Yeah, we hit it. We hit it. We hit a million. And the the name of the video is uh, I don't want to fuck up the name. I, I'm pretty sure I know what it is, but what is it? Dad, it's Dad now. D A D N O W. Dad now, yeah. Well, yeah. It, it's it's rekindled my faith in YouTube comics because because uh, your stuff's funny, man, and you are a really Thank you, uh, talented singer. Do you write all that stuff yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I write everything. Yeah. I write, I write all my stuff, but, uh, it's, uh, yeah, uh, it was, you know, I used to be one of those guys, man, because, like, you know, especially, like, growing up in, uh, in New York doing stand-up, so I didn't grow up in Detroit, like, I, like, going through the scene and stand-up and trying to get better and getting your chops up, you're around, you're around, like, the best comics in the world, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, it used to just piss me off that these, these, these Instagram stars get millions of followers and they're headlining the show that I'm on or whatever. And they, they, they have no time. They keep you to do more than 10 minutes. You know, they're not funny. And um, it used to piss me off, man, because I'm like, yo, what about all these vets and all these other people who are just hilarious and yada, yada, yada. But then it, it hit me. I'm like, it, I'm like, listen, if you can't beat, if you can't beat them, join them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. If, if their formula is working, then whatever. You know what I mean? You gotta, you gotta roll with the times sometimes, and it, it, it sucks because you have to adjust, and do some stuff that you're not really used to or whatever. But it's like, hey, because like I wasn't, I, I don't want to say like I'm an, I'm an Instagram star or anything like that, but it's like I'm starting to do more online content because it's like you know, uh, stand up. No one really cares about stand up unless they see you for something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. And and that's why you know like I started doing a YouTube thing and I figured I figured if I got a big following on YouTube then I've already got the stand up part down and exactly you know and then they show up and I'm you know I've been working on my craft for twenty years what what what's 
kind of hard for guys like in my generation being 15 years older than you is is after 15 years into it they kind of change the game on us they're like well that's great that, that's great that you're really good at stand-up but how do people know you and it's like well, well yeah how do people know you exactly my thing is like i met this guy on when I was in California, I met this guy named Juhan uh, Jones. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Juhan Jones, I think, or something like that. Juhan, yeah, Juhan, or something like that. Juhan Jones. I don't know him personally, but... I, I, I don't know, but he's an uh, Instagram guy, and he... But back in the day, he was like, I don't know, he had like some beats in the wire or whatever, but he's an Instagram guy. He had like two million followers and all stuff. And he told me, he was like, uh, he took a year off of for stand-up to just start you know, focusing on videos or whatever. And he was putting out videos like a bunch of weeks, like, you know, almost every day type stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and like, he was doing stand-up for a while, and he said, he said that he took a year off and his stand-up got a little rusty, which is fine, but, like, now he has all these offers where he can just work on his stand-up now, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's getting, he's getting offers from, like, Kevin Hart and to do this and to do that, and, you know what I'm saying? just for taking that year off to work on these videos or whatever, and then the next year he's just going to keep working on his stand-up or whatever, and he's going to be back to work feeling like, he's going to be back to feeling like how he was feeling before he stopped, you know? Yeah. Like you said, like you said, you've been doing stand-up for 15 years, or, or no, no, I don't think 15, right? Uh, 19, 17 for a living, but at 15 years in is about when they started changing shit on us. Started changing, okay. <laughs> but it's like, you've been doing stand-up for that long, it's like, it's like riding a bike to you right now, you're naturally funny, you know your stuff. It's like, you just, need, you just need to tap into that mode of getting people to want to come see you, you know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what it is for me that I'm working on right now. It's like, okay, I feel like, even though, like, my jokes aren't where I want to be, and I don't play to ever on, and that's, that's a problem with being an artist. <laughs> right. But I feel like seven years in, I know, I know my voice now. I know my style. I know my voice. You know, I know that I can be funny for a certain amount of time. And I was just like, okay, let me give people a reason to come see me. Yeah. You know? No, no, no one wants to see me right now. No one wants to see me. So it's like, now I'm working on trying to get people to come see me. So when they come see me, like, oh, this guy's actually funny in real life, you know? Yeah, well, actually, so, you know, I've been worried about my, uh, all, I don't, I'm, my February, January, February, March are, are, are good and I don't have a lot going on in April and I was worried about it, but um, I, I, just listening to you makes me think I shouldn't worry about April at all, and I should just get back into my yeah. uh, YouTube stuff and start making videos because I'm going to have a good six weeks off, and you know it's, that's the most frustrating gotta, thing. Gotta, you know, I'm a uh, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm a big Kanye fan, but he uh, he did he, he did say something smart a long time ago that always that always resonated with me, and he said uh, you always gotta watch what the kids are doing, always. You always gotta watch what the kids are doing. You know what I mean? To stay relevant. So like, you know, whenever you get a free time or whatever, just go online and get get to that YouTube uh uh loophole search or and just start looking up stuff or whatever. And there's not there's gonna be a lot of shit that you hate, but there's also gonna be a lot of stuff that you're gonna be like, Oh, I can do that. You know what I'm saying? And then it gives you ideas. And then you put your own idea and put your own spin on it and you just come up with a bunch of them, you know? And then for the next six months, make a next make a six month plan. Like, hey, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get these videos out, blah blah blah, one by one. And you'll gradually, gradually start to uh, increase your online content. That's what I've been doing for me. Like, I'm not getting anywhere nearly where I want to be online, but it's like 
I'm starting to get more likes and more fans of people because of the stuff that I'm putting out. Like, right. These are people who are fans of you, you know? These are people who are fans of you, so you can start booking yourself. That's the, that's the best thing about the online thing, I would say, is that you don't need to go to bookers anymore. You can just book yourself. Like, listen, I had this amount of followers. These, these people love me. Let me do a show at Gossip or let me do a show at the Improv. And they're gonna they're gonna book you just on that alone. Yeah, yeah. But I you're think... also funny in real life. You have an advantage. You know what I'm saying? You're right. funny. You're funny on the stage. You know, because a lot of these Instagram stars or whatever people come to see them and they then they suck and then they stop wanting to see them. But you're funny on stage. So you're gonna that's just gonna catapult you. You know? Right. Yeah, you man. Figure out. That's the hardest thing, but you gotta figure out your niche of what you can do online. And we're all we're all trying to figure that out. <laughs> Yeah, and you, you're uh, you're inspiring me to uh, to to want to get back into it, and, and you know I was getting some pretty decent attention from it, and then and then I had a lot of stand up dates, but I also kind of got away from it because uh, I, I used to do this character called Virgil Earl, and it was this redneck character, and it was funny as sh- I mean I I was really proud of the character, I thought it was funny, but then people started messaging me like this guy reminds me of you, and they'd send me some some dumbass video of some some redneck, and I'm like. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to get pigeonholed into into people thinking that that's all I am, or that coming to my shows to expect just this character. Who gives a who gives a who gives a, a shit? <laughs> you, get, you get people to come to your shows. That's all that. That's what matters. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm trying. I'm trying to think. What was the guy? Uh, man, uh, man, I can't think of his name right now. But uh, he was a guy from. Uh, Perfect example, actually. What's the guy? The guy from Full House. Uh, Joey. Not, not Jesse, but the dad, Danny. Oh, no, what's, what's oh the dad? yeah, yeah. I know you're talking. Uh, Bob Saget. Yeah, there we go. Bob Saget. Perfect example. Bob Saget. Every time people come to his his show, they think he's gonna be some fucking wholesome guy, like they see on the TV show, or whatever. But he's like mad raunchy and mm-hmm. mad, like, yo, this is me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who cares? Who cares what people know you for? They, alone, they're gonna come. They're gonna come to your show. You know. That's true. Who gives it? Who gives a shit? You can you can know me from being whatever, you know. Yeah. But and when you when, when they come to your show, you're gonna be new. You're gonna be tense. You know what I'm saying? You're gonna be this, this is me. Like you just gotta get people to come to your show. That's 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 the hardest thing. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding, man. And and I, you know, my idea was to do just all these different characters and just be like, this dude's funny. I just want to go see his show. And then when they show up, exactly. You know, dude. Everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna compare you to something. You know, what I'm saying everyone's gonna compare you to. Oh, this reminds me of you, or whatever. Who cares? Are you just thinking about me? <laughs> Who I, cares, dude? I swear, the only time my my home phone rings is when I'm doing a fucking podcast. Always. <laughs> Always. Speaking of not, uh, speaking of not caring, um, one thing I like about your uh, Facebook posts is that you. You seem to genuinely not give a shit. I mean, you, you say you say you say a lot of stuff that uh, a lot of people wouldn't have the guts to say. And were you always that way? Did did a parent teach you to not care about what other people think? Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, my mom was like that. You know, my mom was very just. Uh, I don't know. She was very focused on what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Just do do what you do. Who cares about? Are you happy with what you're doing? You know what I'm saying? I don't really care 
what other people think. I'm doing this because I think that this is funny. You know what I'm saying? I'm hoping that you think it's funny too. You know, and if you don't, fuck you because I think this is funny. So I don't, I don't have to really care. I, I'm having a good time. Like I, I think this is funny. You know, like you can't, you can't make everybody like you. You know what I'm saying? As long as you like yourself, that's all that matters, really. You know, I realized that a long when I first started doing comedy. I was at a my Stanford and Sons was my home club in Kansas City or it used to be uh, and uh I I was watching Paul Rodriguez and everybody had paid like $30 a ticket to come in there and there was like 300 people and he was killing. I mean everybody was laughing, but you could always look around and see a few people that weren't laughing. And that's when it dawned on me. I was like, "Oh, you can never ever please everyone and you'll go crazy trying to." Yeah. You can never, you can never achieve everyone. Absolutely. And if you do, if you try, you'll just go freaking crazy. You'll go crazy. You'll go insane. But you have to just, the, the best thing to do is just make sure that you're pleasing yourself. Are you happy with the stuff that you're doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you happy with it? Yeah. So, like, I got a lot, like, I got a lot of, like, healing dreams that uh, a lot of people are probably like, it was stupid. Or whatever, but I think it's a lot of the hilarious. Like I, like if you said my joke, it probably wouldn't, it wouldn't be funny. But when I go up there and I say, I know it's funny, so I'm gonna make everybody laugh because I know it's funny, you know? Yeah. So, it don't. It doesn't matter. I just you gotta focus on doing doing what you wanna do. Yeah. Like you said, man, you go, you literally go crazy trying to fucking please everybody. Where Where do you get uh, Where do you get your ideas for the videos that you do? A lot of the stuff is just you know, anywhere. I could be, I could be walking. I could be in the shower. I could be anywhere. I could be anywhere. I've never had a funny idea, you know. Are you? Uh, it all. Sorry, go ahead. What do you say? I was just gonna say, are you disciplined about writing every day, or just do you just write it down as the shit comes to you? No, I don't write every single day, but I definitely come up. I, I definitely think of things every day, though, hundred percent. Like I. Whether it's, you know, uh, the business side or whether it's the creating side, I'm always thinking about something every day. But um, uh, usually my ideas come from, like, for example, like the last, the last song that I, I did, the dad, that dad now song or whatever, uh, me and my friend Derek, we always just bust each other's balls and just hit each other's mouth. <laughs> 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 and, and we always just do it. And you know what I mean? The other day, I, somebody, it was a quote or something I read that maybe it was a book I was reading that said the difference between successful people and non-successful people are the successful people, when they have an idea in the shower, they get out and write it down. And the yeah. people who don't just always. just let it let I it always, peter out. I always write down, which is crazy. It's crazy that you said that because like, uh, there would be times like, I'd be like sleeping and I'd have, like an, I'd have an idea and I'd wake up and I'd just write it down. I'd be like, oh wow. I'd write it down. And there's a time where I'd be dead sleep and I'd wake up and I would just start writing, literally writing it out right now. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. But I'm like, this idea is so good. I'm like, fuck it, I'll sleep when I'm dead. You know? And I'll just, <laughs> I'll just write it out, you know? Yeah. 
So you, whenever you get an idea, you always gotta write that down. You always gotta write that down. And 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 prepare. That's the biggest thing too. I always tell everybody to prepare. Like you gotta just like with uh with wrestling, you know? You gotta prepare you gotta prepare to be successful. Yeah. You know? You can't just you gotta wrestle all year round. You know what I mean? You gotta do your workouts, you gotta you know, you gotta prepare to be successful. The so same thing with, with stand up is the same hold. It's like, okay. That's what I was telling you earlier, I was like, you know, make a six month plan to a year plan, like this is what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do all these videos, come up with these ideas, make a schedule, make a journal, and okay, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna get these out. You gotta you gotta uh you gotta plan for it. Yeah. Do you uh so you're living you're you're living close to uh Manhattan right now. So you're in Brooklyn. I can hear oh, this siren. Okay, fucking ambulance. What did you say? I was aware. I just said you're living in you're you live close to like Manhattan, so you're around a pretty good comedy scene right now, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. This is uh, yeah, this is a really good comedy scene. Uh, New York is really good, like really good. What did you think of uh, Los Angeles comedy when you came out here? Um, you can be honest. Uh, yeah, um, Los Angeles, it was different, man. It was like, me personally as a comic, like, I always, I don't know, especially, like, in, especially in New York, I always felt, like, in the middle because, like, New York is known for, like, the writing. You know what I'm saying? It's, like, a lot of writers and, like, hey, that's a good joke type of, type of scene. Well, I, I'm not really like that. Like, I feel like I have good jokes, but it's, like, I'm more of a personality and just a funny guy. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like in between or whatever. And I thought that LA would be the place for me to go. Like, oh, maybe because that's where like all the stars are at and yada, yada, yada. But I just feel like a lot of LA comics aren't really... I mean, don't get me wrong. It's not your top tier guys because there's some really good guys in LA. There's sure. good guys everywhere, you know. But uh, a lot of them are just like actors. They're not really comedians, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And sometimes, yeah. sometimes some of my best jokes don't go well in Los Angeles, and I'm like, you know, you guys are supposed to be so smart, but you're not that smart. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> you know. Yeah, a lot. I don't know. A lot. A lot of the Los Angeles guys are not all. Don't get me wrong, because like I'm just saying, like I'm just saying, like the the bottom tier, like the bottom tier of New York is better than the bottom tier of LA. 100%, yeah. Because I'm, like. That they're more stand up related, whereas those guys are just, they're not, you're just like, oh, I want to be an actor, so maybe it's the city. <laughs> yeah. So. And, and a lot of them do act outs and all that stuff, and, and I would like to do yeah, more. Yeah. Which, is, which, is, which is okay if you're into that stuff, so I've never, but like, they don't do, they don't do act outs really at all in New York. Yeah. They don't do that shit at all in New York. I'm not really an act out guy, but I am a guy, I, I have energy, you know? And, uh, they're, 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 that's like frowned upon in New York. What's frowned upon in New York? York? They look at you like you got a seven head. When, when you do what, act out stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you do act out in New York, it looks crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I think I would enjoy the stand-up scene more in, in New York, but now I have a house out here and all this stuff, and I don't think I'm going to move out there. Plus, I don't think I can handle the freaking winners, man. Oh, you're telling me. That, that's the biggest thing in L.A. I was like, the weather, the weather alone makes it worth it. Yeah, I tell people all the time, the weather's enough reason to move here, and the traffic's enough reason to leave. Yeah, you, you, you said the what? To what's the reason to leave? Traffic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, traffic's bad in New York too, though. 
Yeah. Well, I, I've actually figured the traffic thing out too. I don't go anywhere between three and seven if I can avoid it. And and I live in uh, I live close to Redondo Beach, so the uh, traffic's not near as bad here. And, I've, I, and maybe I've just where, gotten. Where are you at? Where are you at? Where you living at? Uh, I I live close to uh, about fifteen minutes from Redondo Beach. I mean, I can be at the beach in oh. fifteen minutes. Okay. So yeah, it's uh, nice. That's not bad though. Yeah, and 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 that's another thing about it. it's easier. I've gotten so much healthier since I moved out here because there's no excuse to not go outside, you know. Uh, I've I've actually gotten healthy enough that I would I would like to enter like one of those old timer wrestling tournaments. I, I think I would, and then as soon as I got in, I'd probably puke in a trash can. And yeah, you're like, why why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> now, I always, I always go through, through those uh, motions, and that's that's the wrestling in you. It's never going to go away, you know, because like. Every year, I'm just like, I watch wrestling, and I'm just like, oh, I want to just get back into it. Let's just roll around a little bit. Yeah. It's the best way, it's the best way to get in shape. Wrestling is the best way to get in shape. Yeah. There's there's no, uh, there's even when you're in shape for wrestling, like that, like I watch a ton of college now, and the best guys still hit a wall sometimes. Kyle Snyder, yeah. Kyle Snyder in that duel uh, on Saturday against Penn State versus Ohio State, I don't know if you saw it, but if you get a chance... Yeah. It's it was a it was. Uh, I gotta check it. I gotta check it out. Who won? Penn State. Penn State won by one point, and and they weren't supposed to win the duel. Like a duel, like they'll probably they'll probably end up winning NCAs because they got so many stars. But on yeah. paper, they were not supposed to win that duel, and it was just freaking great, man. I mean, from start to finish, the one twenty five. There was a lot of surprises. Uh, they had yeah. a new they had a new twenty five pounder, but. My point is, is the duel. The duel was great, but even Kyle Snyder, who, who is the best pound for pound wrestler in the world right now, in he, the world, you could tell he hit a wall, and he was so tired. And I could, I could see the look on his face where he was like, "All right, I'm, I'm not gonna try to bonus this guy anymore. I, I gotta make sure I win." I mean, I, you know, maybe he wasn't thinking that, but that sure as hell the look I read. I was, he was like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, he was like. Uh, he won fifteen to ten his per his match, but okay. you know he was thinking he was going to tech or pin, and that's what he was going for. And then the third period, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, he just got so freaking tired. And uh, so even if you're in wrestling shape, there's no getting away. There's no getting away from it, dude. <laughs> nah, he's, he, Kyle Snyder is literally. I think he's going to win the Olympics again. He might. He might be one of the best wrestlers. Next new generation wrestlers. Seriously, if he if like he, I think I think he's better than Jordan Burrow, to be honest. Well, if he doesn't get hurt, I, I could see Kyle winning with the including the Olympics. I could see him winning ten, maybe twelve world championships. Which, if you know, a lot of people don't know a lot about wrestling, but that is amazing. You know, I think uh, I, I don't. Ridiculous. I'm not sure I what the think. record is. I think it's like eight or ten or something. But if he doesn't get hurt. Um, I, I think he'll do it. I mean, he's just yeah. fucking amazing and a great dude the thing, too. The, the, the thing is with wrestling, it's like um, it's it's hard to stay motivated, you know? Yeah, it's hard. It could take a lot of sacrifice, a lot of discipline, and it's like there's no reason besides the fact that you just love the sport. Yeah, you know, you're not getting you're not getting rich off of this. You're not, you know, what I'm saying so it's like. What's what's these dudes who who win NCAA's and they win uh, the Olympics or whatever one time whatever they just fall off because like all right I did I don't 
I don't want to put my body boost anymore. I don't want to wake up at 4 o'clock in the morning and go running 10 miles with 45-pound plates on my back. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's a what, great... What, do I, what am I doing that for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, and that's why... It's easy, it, you know, it was easier for me to, you know, step away from it, you know, and again, I wish I would have gotten my de- my degree paid for like I did the first two years, but once you realize, like, yeah, I'm not going to win NCAs, and, uh, you know, you have to really have a love for it, which is, I think, why he will end up being the greatest ever, because he just, he's still, with all the success he's had, yeah, he still keeps wanting to get better and, and, and all that stuff, and... That's what, that's what you need, man. You need, you need that. Because a lot of these guys, you know, these, especially like NCAAs or whatever, they, uh, they won NCAA championships and championships. And for a, lot of, for a lot of them, that's been their dream since they were little kids. So they do it. They're like, okay, I don't want, oh, what? I got to train to be a world champion? Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. My, my goal was always to be a high school state champion. And, and then when I did that, I went ahead and wrestled in college, but my heart was never in it. I was like, I don't think I ever wanted to be anything more than a high school state champion. Yeah, high school state champion, you, you know. And you, you got to you not only have, have all that motivation, but kind of start all over, you know, once you get to college. You literally, you literally have to start all over. 100%. Yeah. It's literally starting all over, you know. And uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's tough. It's tough with your body. It's tough with your mind. Yeah, but so like you, you said like, earlier, you achieve those stuff. You're like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, and like you said earlier, though, once you know a few years pass and you you come up on a hard situation, whatever it is, um, you you know that you can get through it because you remember that you've done something more difficult in your life, and that's why that Dan Gable yeah. quote is so great exactly. about exactly. once you've wrestled, everything else yeah. is easy. That, that's what that's exactly what wrestling has uh, has taught me. You know, it's taught me to fight through uh adversity and all all other stuff you know it's you uh you put your body through a lot of strenuous stuff you know yeah and uh then you get to situations in life that this is like that's supposedly bad and you're just like this is this is fucking nothing (laughs) (laughs) you know whatever i work through this yeah those, those are life lessons forever forever yeah, and when you're when you're wrestling, you don't think about it like that. You're just like, oh, I didn't, I didn't win state, or I didn't do this, or I didn't do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, oh man, I didn't do this. I didn't place here. That guy beat me. I hate that guy. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you learn, you know. You just you just learn. Yeah, like my brother. My brother was one of the best wrestlers I've ever known, and he didn't. He was always ineligible and all this stuff. He didn't really get much of a career. We had kind of a difficult home life for him to achieve all his goals but now he's got kids and some of them are really good athletes but he also he's also really good at uh being a dad and they'll probably be badasses because because of the some of the stuff that he didn't accomplish um he knows how to teach them how to do it now if they want but he's also really great about not pushing them and not you know, if okay. if they're if they're gonna be good at it, they're they're gonna be good at it, whether he pushes them or Wait, not. Are, are his kids wrestlers or? Um, his youngest son is is getting into it, but he's taking it real slow with him. Like you can tell, he's got natural ability and uh, and all that. But he's also smart enough to know that who gives a shit if your kid is the best ten year old. You know, um, you okay. don't you don't want to burn them out before they're fifteen. You know. Sure, 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 sure. So he's just a really good. I- 
parent for that for 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 athletes or for anything really. I mean, he's just a good dad, and and uh, part of it's because we started wrestling at some at such a young age. If we hadn't started wrestling, I don't know where either one of us would be, but it probably wouldn't be anywhere good. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too, man. I amen to that. I was going down a pretty bad road, man. Uh, you know, I was just hanging out with stupid people and just you know. But uh, did you have both yeah, your like, both of your parents when you were growing up? Around? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of my parents were together. Yeah, that's but, good. Uh, but uh, you know how it is. You want to just act out when you're a kid and everything. I was like messing up at school, but then like you know, I found wrestling. Wrestling was the reason to. It made, me, it made me want to do do well in school because I wanted to be able to stand the team, you know? Yeah, and uh, I think I read one time you said wrestling gave me a crazy work ethic, and you certainly seem to have a, a good work ethic. Yeah, dude, if it was, I'm telling you, if it wasn't for wrestling, I don't know, I would be a completely different person. Like, wrestling goes for everything I do in my life. Everything, whether it's stand-up or whatever, like everything, everything. <laughs> The food, the food that you eat, <laughs> you know, it's like, all right, this is, you know that it's healthy, you know that this is healthy, you know, everything, everything is uh, accounted for wrestling. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm going to be in, uh, I, I thought you were still in upstate New York, but I'm going to be in Albany at the uh, beginning of March. I think that's not very close to you now, I thought, but it used to be. No, no that, that's all from. Yeah, I I thought it was originally where you're from, but uh, I didn't know if you were going to be around there. If you are, you're certainly welcome to come hang out. Yeah, you're gonna be at the Funny Bone over there. I'll be there the first through the fourth at the Albany Funny Bone. Ah oh, man, yeah, I'm definitely coming. Okay, cool, man. For sure. Yeah, yeah we'll. I'm, uh, I'm definitely coming. We'll hang out and maybe we'll do a, another podcast. I, I feel like uh, this was a really good podcast, and I appreciate you doing it. Um, sometimes. All right, thank you so much for having me. Sometimes we we uh, we would get a little excited and and talk. I would talk over you a little bit, but I didn't mean to. It was just because I was like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> And you're killing it, man. I'm happy for you um, that you you know hit a million you views much. on YouTube. That's a big deal, and uh, you know it's only going to get better for you. And maybe maybe someday we can do a tour together or something. Especially, yeah, man. We gotta we gotta work, brother. Uh, like I said, man. Uh, I always I I like I looked up your stuff a long time ago. I'm like, yeah, that's funny. And the fact that uh, I found that you're a wrestler, I was just like, you know what? I just liked you instantly. So uh, I really I really think you have what it takes. You just gotta. Yeah. That's, that's the stuff you need to work on. You need to, you need to figure out how do I get these people to know that I'm funny. Because you're already funny. It's not like you have to work on being funny. Some people have to work on being funny. You already have that. You just, you know, 19 years now, as you said, you're good. You just need to work on getting people to come. Yeah. I, I headline most of the stuff I do now and but that's that that is always the problem you run into. It's all about selling tickets and, and I've got a decent yeah. following on YouTube. I've got like eight hundred subscribers or something like that, but but I've kind of gotten away yeah. from it, and you've uh, inspired me to to get back into it. And you know. yeah, yeah, like, you want to use all all of them, you know. Just you want to use uh, uh, YouTube, you want to use uh, Snapchat, you want to use Instagram. Even though they suck, oh, I hate I hate them. But I'm not I'm not a millennial, so I don't like doing 
doing that shit, but a lot. You know how many times I did, I've done shows, and I've had people come up to me and be like, wow, you're really funny. And do you have anything online that I can show my friends? Literally. That's what the two would say. Like, you know, and I'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't. Yeah. So that's what you need. Cause it, because you do you do these shows, you kill these shows like we like I know you do, and people are going to want to look up you. And they're going to look you up, and they're going to want to show their friends. And they're going to show their friends. Like, and they want to have stuff. Like, oh, shit. Shit got stuff funny online. That's going to help your, your clout, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'll have these great shows where I, you know, I feel like I kill for fifty minutes, and it's in like the middle of nowhere, and I'm like, God, I just need someone to see that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but you know what? The internet has made it so these um, agents and these other are, and all these other people who battle are just lazy. They're not going out and finding talent anymore. They're just fucking looking online. It's so stupid. Yeah. You know. So, but hey, man. Well, where yeah, where can uh, where can people find you, David? Uh, at I am David Shine on all social media platforms. I am David Shine is on that, everything. And Facebook, what, uh, Instagram, Twitter. What about your everything. YouTube? Is it the same thing? Yep. Okay. Cool. All right, buddy. Well, yeah. uh, I'll I'll reiterate that when I uh, when I close this thing out. I'll reiterate. I it's I am David Shine. Yep, I am David Shine. Thank you very much for having me, bros. It was great. You bet, buddy. Uh, and let's stay in touch. Maybe we'll we'll get to hang out in early March. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, for sure. Uh, I'll definitely see you then. I'll be in town. So I'll just hang okay. out. Cool, man. All right, well, uh, I'll be in touch. We'll talk soon, and uh, have a good day killing it out there. Yeah, you too, man. All right, buddy. Later. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, everybody. That was David Shine. Uh, very, very funny guy. Very good dude. Um, and he's inspired me. You know, I I bitch a lot about YouTube and social media and all this stuff and how I hate it. But you know what? Ain't nobody gonna come knocking on my door and be like, you know what? We hate it too, and we're gonna make you <laughs> whatever. Nobody gives you anything in this world. Um, so he inspired me to do that, and it was great talking to him and. Uh, Great having him on. Check him out at I am David Shine, Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff. Um, my website, TimGaitherComedy.com. Um, I've got some dates coming up. I'll be in uh, at the parlor in uh, Seattle this week. And after that, I'm going, I've got a week or two off, and then I'll be at the Looney Bin in Tulsa. And it's all on TimGaitherComedy.com. Uh, go to my fan page, Tim Gaither, on Facebook and uh, like my fan page. Make sure you check out David's stuff, and again, as always, thanks for listening. God bless all of you. Bye.